Forever Dog. Ted Cruz is doing a podcast on Forever Dog also. I just wanted to What's it called? Cruise Control. What's it called? Cruise Control? <laughs> was like, there was like a race to it's him express the same exact thought. Yes, exactly. It's him. Cruise Control! He goes episode by episode through Remote Control, the MTV game show. That's a great idea. that he watches the speed sequel yeah um the the jason patrick my speed how was um the thing last night what did you watch it was great um we ended up watching um cyborg 1989 jean-claude van damme like cyberpunk um i mean they said cyberpunk it wasn't really it was just the dystopian future um kind of wait you're telling me it wasn't really cyberpunk you would think you know as everyone associates in their head jean-claude van damme with with cyberpunk um it goes jean-claude van damme then william gibson then um what happened what happens in it um, hard to say there's not many cyborgs you don't know what we're talking yeah we were talking about how the i mean it's just a lot of cool action sequences he does a lot of splits and high kicks Mm -hmm. um a lot of knife play. So it was like a chorus line. Yes. There was one cyborg in the it's very like a beginning. Chorus line. That's a cyborg. <laughs> John Claude Van Damme's cyborg is closer to chorus line. A five, than six, the seven, eight. Yeah. You know how we chose the movie, though, Julie. You're gonna love this. Um, we because um, there was a tie for the first time. The the it was a tie between that and this movie called Brotherhood of Justice, and so. I got two remote controlled cars and I strapped the video, the VHS to the top of the remote control cars. And then my two guests raced the cars in the parking lot. And then whichever car, you know, got first, that was the movie we watched. Who are these guests? And can Tom and I start approving them going forward? Because I, I don't want you like having like scumbags. on. Julie, Julie, I was in the chat last night. Only one out of two were scumbags. Because I was in the building. Yeah, will you start sending an invitation so I can like check in on you and see what's going I on? I would love Tom to. Can I, just, I, Tom, Tom can just drop in physically. No, I need like a I link. Go, I, and, I was not in studio. I was watching from my office. You were occasionally in studio. You, no, you, I stuck you, my head in the doorway <laughs> and made you eat the cake. I made them eat the. <laughs> Joe the took cake. a bite of the turkey. The turkey cake. The for, turkey cake is still is in the fridge. That's still freezer. there. Why did you throw is. it away? I thought I told you to put it in the sink. Joe's like, I'm gonna eat it. I'll eat it. And he takes a bite. He's like, it's actually not bad. And then 90 seconds later, it's like, it's worse than it was before. Like it hit, it showed, it became bad. And then he put it back in the It's back in the freezer. freezer? He thinks it's some put sort it of collector's in... item. He's trying to hold on to it for value. You can't do that with, with ice mm-hmm. cream cake. Yeah. It's not like, um, well, I guess it could could be like, you know, there are people put a piece of their wedding cake in the freezer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah it's it like that. Later. I would eat that like the. There's yeah. no way I would save that as a memento. Yeah. I'd get like, hungry one night and be like, "Oh, I ate your wedding cake. Sorry, yeah. I'd be a bad house guest." You know. A year later, you'd go to the um, the cake, and then it would be just like, um, "Yeah, I don't think this was our cake." It'd be just like, "Oh, you mean it would be like a fudgy the whale?" Like you swap it out. 
you swap it out for like a piece of Entenmann's crumb yeah. cake. Like, You're like, hey, it's your it's your birthday, it's your wedding. Hey, that's the cake we had. I don't think we right? had. Yeah, I don't think we had Entenmann's crumb. I think we cake. had a hostess, uh, a hostess <laughs> cupcake. Yeah, yeah. With the word "wedding" written on it in toothpaste mm-hmm. by you in your handwriting. Toothpaste. <laughs> sometimes you run out of cake decorating. It's true, you, you do improvise. sometimes. Yeah. Now, so you watched Cyborg, and you had who who raced these cars, drifters that you found on. Um, oh no! Two of the best what, guests. Uh, the beach, or two of the okay. best guests uh, I could have hoped for. Uh, of course, I had my pal uh, Joe, co-host of Weekend at Bergman's, uh, was uh-huh. joined me, and then um, uh, uh, Sarah Fralick, who's a a a uh, big in the VHS community. She lives in Austin and uh, has like a huge VHS collection and goes to all these you know swaps and stuff. Um, she's a great follow on Instagram. So she was in town for Tom's show. So I said, Hey, you want to come, you know, watch a movie? Um, and she did. And she brought a gift. Mm -hmm. Julie, do you remember when we watched uh, a clip on this show of a movie called uh, a gnome named Gnorm, the Anthony Michael Hall? I do. She brought me a VHS copy of a gnome named Gnorm, which I now Mm -hmm. have. And, um, we'll be watching over the holiday break. Yeah. I want, us to have approval going forward of the following things going on at uh watch along little lord watch along mm-hmm. yeah i want approval of guests i want you to submit to me and tom like two weeks in advance a detailed treatment of everything you're going to be doing episode, on the show yeah i want be- i don't want any outline. room for spontaneity like an outline right an outline obviously but then the- in addition to the outline i want a treatment where it is single spaced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this going to get me in the just, guild? Will this get me in the oh, guild? Oh, it will. Yeah. The All lollipop right. guild. Hell yeah. Any yeah, old any old guild will do. We welcome Matt Bowen to the lollipop guild. Lollipop guild. We've got no issues with AI. Wondering if we could do a podcast on Forever Dog. Julie, I'm happy to do that. I do want to Thank bring up you. one thing though that came up last night because I feel like this is not this is not uh, contradictory to that, but is starting to sort of uh, edge into that. I did declare last night, uh, and I and I uh, plan on seeing this through that the era of the doormat podcast producer is over, mm-hmm. and I'm declaring a new era of alpha podcast producers sure. where we don't get walked on, we don't get made fun of, we don't get you know treated like like little animals on a leash. We're it's a new era, and I'm inviting all podcast producers to join me. It's our time. It's our time to rise up Mm -hmm. and be heard. Yeah, and um, Mm -hmm. best of luck with that. Yeah, great, great idea. Yeah. So that'll be happening in 2024. Sure. Um, Okay, that's gonna happen. I'm revving up now. I have to get the engines. You know, it's like a. It's like you know, the car's Mm -hmm. been sitting in the cold for a couple days. So I got to get the engine revved Mm -hmm. up. Sure. Prowler needs a jump. That's right. But you wait. Y'all wait. 2024, the mm-hmm. era of, of the alpha podcast producer. Yeah. Well, I just want to also announce that 2024 is the era of uh, no podcast producer for Double Thread. We're, yeah. We're going without. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Based on these new terms. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just take invite you to a, we'll do a Zoom or something. Yeah, we'll just take our chances. We can't handle can't all this how hard tough can it guy be? talk. Can't be that hard. This podcast also, alpha male. Guy. What are you? That that Australian guy? Yeah. Yeah. What are you? Uh, uh, 
I'm also Paul taking Hogan. I'm also taking back the term alpha from Nick from, from Nick Adams. So it's two things are going on. Podcast producers uh, are declaring their independence, and then I'm reclaiming alpha from these these mm-hmm. fake alphas on you know right wing Twitter. Sure, sure. There's a lot going on. You got a lot. You got a lot, on, a your lot on my plate for plate. 2024. That's or you could help plan episodes of Double Threat and. Yeah, so after last week's than, show, are you sure you want to do... Yeah, this guy's biting off more than he can chew. Guys, you left after us last, alone yeah. for an hour yeah. to do a photo shoot? Yeah. Guys, after last after... week's episode, I've made a decision. I'm going to be the around boss. <laughs> I'm not going to be picked on just yeah. because I left yeah. you with Mary Michaelmas as a babysitter. Yeah. After rescheduling last yeah. minute. But don't worry, the show lost money because I Ubered in a record player. Don't worry, the weird show's timing, in the red Brad. for de- weird timing. December. But I am going yeah, to be Vegas. In the... Yeah, would you win in Vegas for me? I won $45. I did get, you know, this actually all sort of happened uh, because I was oh, telling. Oh, good. So there's a happy ending to this twisted tale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was telling Tom uh, last night I got uh, in an altercation at the blackjack table, though. I think that's that might be where this is all stemming from. Um, I got oh, called. I got called out. It was not my fault, by, Julie. I got by who? A cowboy. There was a cowboy. There were cowboys all over Vegas because there was supposed to be a rodeo, but then it got canceled because of the shooting, and so the the strip was just full of these like a, sad. Is that the most American sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> <clears throat> And there were these just sad, angry cowboys just just all over the mm-hmm. strip because they didn't have their their rodeo got oh, canceled. Please stop mm-hmm. it! You're making me horny. So there was one at this blackjack table I sat down at, a low stakes blackjack table, by the way. And I'm not like a card shark. I just like you know I like when I, you're I don't, not. I'm I don't know much about card. I mean I know the basic rules, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I, you know I'm not an expert. So I find a low stakes table where I can just have some fun and you know you know win or lose a little bit of money and. Uh, on uh, my third hand, I hit on I hit on sixteen, so I got sixteen, right? Mm-hmm. And you're not supposed to hit on sixteen, but you can. You know, it's a risk, but it's well. Don't like, tell that to Kevin Spacey. Yeah, don't tell it to Kevin Spacey. His big concern is that sixteen hits back. So I hit on 16 because I'm trying to have some fun. You know, it's gambling. You're supposed to take Mm -hmm. risks. So I hit on 16, but I get a 10, so I bust, so I lose my money. All right? You know, uh, it's fine. I don't mind. But then they come back around to this cowboy, and he doesn't put any chips down for the next hand, meaning he's not. He's sitting out that hand. But he'd been playing for a while, so the dealer looks at him like, you know, what's going on? You're not playing anymore? And this guy, he doesn't look at me. He doesn't engage with me. He looks right at the dealer, and he says, I'm going to sit a few hands out because I'm not playing on a table with a guy who hits on 16. He said this out Uh, loud to the whole table, intending to humiliate me Mm -hmm. in front of the whole table, call me as some kind of amateur. And I am an amateur. I'm happy to admit I'm an amateur, but Mm -hmm. this is an amateur's table. You're not at the, the, you know, the world world series of poker. You're not in the high stakes room where where I could see somebody getting mad if you're doing 500 bucks a, a, a hand. Exactly. This is $15 a hand. This is the lowest stakes table they had. So then I get dealt a 20, and I'm steaming at this point because this guy's called me out. He won't even look me in the eye when he insults mm-hmm. me. I get I get a 20, and I look over at him, 
And I say, would you like to tell me what I should do since you like commenting on other people's hands so much? Oh, Brett. Oh, tough you guy. didn't. Brett. Some real tough talk. Casino tough talk. And then he looked at me and he said, I don't care what you do, but on that last hand, you lost me $100. Mm-hmm. How is that possible? I don't know because I don't know the true? I don't really know the rules, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I guess you know. So I don't know uh, how I lost him a hundred dollars. He had already played his hand. Mm-hmm. So something about the advanced rules of blackjack. I don't know, but apparently I lost this guy a hundred dollars. But who cares? He wasn't going to split it with me. Yeah. Sounds like you gambled and you lost, buddy. That's the yeah. name of the game. Mm-hmm. That is the name of the game. Yeah, I would have said to him. You know the difference between you and other cowboys? And you say, what? You say, usually they have the the crap is on the outside of their boots. For you, it's inside because you are just a pile of crap. you got crappy crap. feet. You're just a pile of crap. You should have said, let's fight. Let's fight, cowboy. Meet you by the dancing waters. High noon. High noon. I'll be high as hell by noon. Yeah, I'll be high as hell by noon driving back to Los Angeles. We were on the outskirts of Barstow when the cowboy... When the cowboy kicked in. When the cowboy kicked in. My door. The cowboy took hold of my face. Neck. (laughs) So Brett got into a fight at a... Casino. Card table. That was the end of it. It Blackjack, right? Yeah. You should also know this, Julie. They went to see a basketball game, and it was, objectively, one of the worst basketball games. Why? It was a blowout, and it was after- Was it one of those things where like one of the teams wins right away, and then the rest are sort of biding your time? The first possession, everyone knew what was happening. Yeah. One team was just in slow motion- so there's just no surprises. No, and it was the every other game in this in this tournament was close and competitive and fun. We went to the one blowout, the one sucky game. It's boring, but don't worry. Sorry. They they uh, they consoled themselves. I saw them walking back into the building. No, Joe had a plastic bag like that you get at a Seven Eleven, and in it I saw I could see through it. The Godfather trilogy on Blu-ray. In the bag, worse. VH- like, what are you doing in Las Vegas? VHS. It was, it was VHS. It was one of those blocky when they would put the whole oh. trilogy on six VHS tapes, and it's in one Why? big case. We're collecting VHS. We're starting a competitor to the Criterion Closet in Forever Dog called the Dog Den. That's yeah. just going to be full of VHS. <laughs> oh the priorities. Another, another are thing that we in. should have we yeah. should have had approval yeah. over. Yeah, the priorities. You have to start are... submitting reports to us. So you hit you got you got sixteen at blackjack and you said hit me. Yeah, because I have there's five cards that would have worked out for me and mm-hmm. eight cards right. that would have not worked out for me. I'll I'll take that. Right, bet. you're not supposed to hit. A, is is sixteen kind of like the? I think fifteen is the limit. Usually, like okay. fifteen and above. But the thing got is, it. like, if I sat on sixteen, I'm probably not going to win. So it's like you know, it's just I'm in no man's land. So why not take a chance? Why not take a risk? You know, and also again, it's it's gambling. I'm supposed to, we're supposed to have have fun with it. Take some risks, but apparently uh, Mr. Cowboy was counting cards or something, and I messed his, messed up his whole agenda. Well, yeah, you should have accused him of counting cards. Yeah, oh, what happens in idea. Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, that cowboy's still there. This is what I'll say, Brad. I'm glad you had a great time in Vegas. 
He's like Tom Hanks in the terminal. He can't leave that casino. I never saw that movie. Is it worth seeing? No, it's not. (laughs) Have you ever, have you ever had a layover for a flight? Yeah. Well, imagine that as a movie. Should it be called Interminable? It should. It's so bad. He's in the airport. He's making. Does he go to Hudson News and buy a water? He has ketchup, little crackers and ketchup because he doesn't have any money. And he's just like. Why doesn't he have any money? I don't know. It's between countries. I just think he was. He was not somebody with money. And then, but he Are you was sure you're not thinking of, about Castaway? Are you sure you're not thinking about Castaway? No, he did he, did he eat a lot movies. of coconuts and fish? He likes those movies. No, at the airport he ate crackers and ketchup. He's doing a fun crackers. little like Borat accent or something. He's he's yeah. kind of yeah. He was like, "Is nice," and I said, "No, is not nice. Not a good movie." You know, it's a good podcast though. Double threat. Double threat. Yes, double threat, and it stars. Julie Klausner <laughs> and Brett Boehm featuring a cartoon by Tom Sharpling. <laughs> What's the cartoon this time? It's, oh, did you uh, know Steamboat Willie is almost like free, like um wait. public domain? I can't wait. I have like when that... remember when um those monsters those those pigs those like creeps made a website that was like when are the olsen twins gonna be legal and you're like what's wrong with your brain and what's wrong with like the values of this society that there's any audience for that whatsoever i have that i've been running a website called when is steampunk willie gonna be hours Mm. to share yeah and it's a countdown clock and it's really lewd the things i'm gonna do to steamboat willie I'm gonna oh, yeah. I mean, redub he's, he's it. Gonna be, yeah, he's gonna be whistling, um, but like he's gonna be whistling like something really dirty, yeah. like 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 WAP or something. I was gonna have him whistle uh, "Shaving Cream." That's even better because that, that song's dirty as hell. Is hell? It really is because it sets you up for one thing and then it like it shifts. It makes you makes you feel like you're crazy. Do you know the song "Shaving Cream," Brett? He's talking about shit. You think he's talking about shit? Yeah. And he's not. He keeps falling into piles of shit. It's about this guy, okay? Mm-hmm. This guy just like me or you. Brett, are you there? Oh, I'm here. I'm looking up shaving cream. You don't know this it off the top a, of your this head? This song is like a, this song is like a whirlwind, but it's also a... Do you like story songs, Brett? Do you love like story them. songs? I love a narrative. Me too. So this guy, he has no luck in life. He keeps falling into piles of shaving creams. Yeah. But... It could be worse. Yeah. Could be piles of shit. Julie, I have a sad story to tell you. This is Woody Allen? It may hurt your feelings a bit. The Sunni's like... Last night when I walked into my bathroom... Woody, can't we just go to bed? I stepped in a big pile of... Shaving cream. Be nice and clean. Shave every day and you'll always look keen. This house will be mine. Mine alone. Yeah, imagine. That's the countdown clock. Yes. That, that Sun Yi has. You say like immediately, like how many, be like. Natural causes countdown clock. 
Shaving Cream is a filthy song. I want Mickey to whistle it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was also thinking that like maybe he's like driving that boat into like something really messed up. Yeah, like a uh... like a big cave, like like seat like Satan's cave. Like Satan's cave or like a uh hell like a proud boys uh media meeting center well that that doesn't seem off at all that seems actually like mickey mouse i think i think the original steampunk willie was heading to oh oh, you say steampunk willie oh Oh, now we're talking there we go yeah steampunk willie is a really it's something i don't know what it is but i love it yeah I don't know what it is, but I love it. That sounds like it could be the double threat, uh, <laughs> like the mission statement. Brett, will you make a t-shirt that says double threat? I don't know what it is, but I love it. Yeah. With a steampunk willy on it? Yeah. It should be, but okay. make it make it as if he's covered up and 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 then as if, as if it's like there's like a post-it note over him. That we're waiting to pull off as soon as we legally can. Great, great, great. So you can't. He's obscured by the post. Right on the post-it note. Do not, do not remove until, and then put the date of when Steamboat Willie becomes legal. Can't we just? Isn't it parody? Isn't parody legal if we just have Steampunk Willie? Absolutely, fair use, fair use. Mm -hmm. But show is dick. Okay. So we're talking yeah. about this big top hat, big steampunk goggles, and then just uh I don't care about the size and then of just it. naked from the waist then we're down. A trip yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Taking a trip he can still have his pants. He can still wear his those little pants. It could just be out. Yes. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Open zipper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did they even have zippers? Were the zippers even invented then? Or was it one of those things where like everybody was just like, oh, more more buttons. Here we go. He's got those two front buttons. He's got those two That's yeah. what I guess you it's know, for his you... suspenders, but he doesn't wear suspenders. So oh, every time these things showed up, could you imagine, Julie, like what you just said? I invented something it's called the zipper. What is this? Yes. I don't like it. Yes. Go back to hell. Yeah. I don't like progress. What is this thing? It just goes up and down. That's not good. It's not as good as buttons were. There are like vintage clothing or antique vintage clothing situations I've been in where I've tried things on and I thought to myself, these people were morons. <laughs> these people did not have any sense of, because things just hadn't been invented yet. Mm-hmm. I said, are you serious? I'm more hook and eyes? How much time do I have when here? These, yeah. What happens when I got to pee? Maybe they're, I don't know. Maybe that's what they had those big old bloomers that were just like, just go, it'll be fine. Yeah. Bloomers basically like wipe you while it's happening. Yeah. Self wiping. Do another t shirt of double threat. We'll wipe you while it's happening. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It is great. It's a great idea. It's a great idea. We need more on the general store too. We've been doing too many DTF designs Mm -hmm. this year. No, these are all general Uh, ideas. I think these are general ideas. That's what I said. Yeah, this is this is for the general. Sorry, I meant I meant you know that's what these ideas are great. Well, maybe steam if steampunk Willie's stuff is hanging out. Maybe that's more. That's more DTF, I guess. Yeah. 
this is the podcast I want. I mean, the shirt I want. It says podcasts on it, and it's a toilet, and it has other podcasts, and they're like in the toilet, and then it says mm-hmm. double threat, and it's not in the toilet. That's really good. What if double threat is flushing the toilet? That's great. Double threat is like leaning on the on the handle, flushing like the a toilet. cool guy, like like Albert E. Newman style, like with it tipping with his mm-hmm. elbow, but his like. Legs are crossed. I mean, maybe when Steampunk Willie could just be the unofficial mascot of Double Threat. I need to see a design. Okay, all right, first. yeah, I'm working on one. Yeah, because if his if his dick is out, like <laughs> I need to like approve it. I need to make sure that it's not fair. Fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah, man. That's what we need. Tighten it up, bro. Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. You ever see that movie, The Cowboy Way, Brett? The Cowboy Way. No, I don't believe so. John Voight? Woody Harrelson, Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, cool. No, I've never seen it. Do you know this movie, Julie? I don't know if I do. Did it come with a like a, a diet or some sort of like new age? Or it, it's it seems like a book that you'd sell to be like how to live a certain way, you know? Well, this movie is it's uh, it's going to be quite the eye opener for the both of you when you see this trailer. You're going to wonder how you lived this long without seeing the cowboy way. This is exciting. This is very exciting. I saw Napoleon last night. How was it? Was it dynamite? He was great. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I want to see it. Battle is so dumb. Like old, old battles. To you know, what occurred to me was, I was like, is this where football is from? Because it's like two mm-hmm. big lines of guys, mm-hmm. and then they're like, on your mark, get set, attack, and then they just run towards each other with like guns or whatever it is they're doing bombs like mm-hmm. the, the idea that there are and some of them are on horses and some aren't and i'm like is this just sports it just seemed so silly to me it's like sports before sports but they didn't know yes how to add nuance in it, so they just kept killing each other the cowboy way from 1994 Jeff pepper lewis and here we go Woody. Kiefer. Pepper and Sonny have been wrangling. Well, Pepper sure can, cowboy, can he? And locking horns since they were kids. That's now, where they go. hitting the road to save a friend. Tell you how things work out, ain't it? One day, never been easy to talk to her. Next day, boom! I'm on my way to New York City. Yes! Here we go. <laughs> New York City. We ain't from around here. 
feely. People are so unfriendly here, it's like talking to a bunch of damn rocks. And how would you gentlemen like those steaks prepared? Well, just knock his horns off, whack his nasty old butt, and chunk him right down on the plate. This city will kick your butt. We gotta find Teresa, remember? We're the only chance she's got. Well, cowboy, I hope you got a plan. You ready? Did that, uh, so was the implication that that cow uh, chomped uh, Luis Guzman's wiener off? Is that what happened? Pretty much, that's what happens. Great. Yeah, I'll watch this one. Yeah. Is this sort of capitalizing on city slickers? I wonder which one. Yeah, this had to come after city slickers, right? 94. The first city slickers was, I think, 92, or Mm -hmm. it was definitely before this. 91. You know you're in there's trouble when you're one just city like, slickers. let's rip there's off City, city slickers. slickers. And then there's the Legends of Curly's Gold. Mm-hmm. Which one did Jack Palance do the push-ups on the stage at the city Oscars slickers, for? The first the one. First Not one. The, okay. He didn't do that for the Legend of Curly's Gold, <laughs> Brett. <laughs> get, get on up here. Yeah, get on up here. City Slickers 2, <laughs> the Legend of Curly's Gold. I think we should watch the Legend of Curly's Gold. I was confused which one he won the Oscar for. Why did he win the Oscar for that movie? <laughs> had he Jack never Palance? won an Oscar before? Yeah, that feels like a. Uh... Is that like, but at least when they gave it to Scorsese, it was for The Departed. It wasn't for like you know his Kodak commercial. Yeah, ex- exactly. It wasn't for him in for his, like uh... or like in the Muse. Yeah, it's not exactly not he didn't win Best Supporting Actor for the Muse. Not how I thought I'd get an Oscar, but I'll take it. Now, Brett. Oh, yeah. From what I hear, you've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. You've got a whole lovely bunch of coconuts, coconuts being male. So what I thought we would do, because this is all right. This is the the last episode uh, of the year. The last the last uh, m- this, this Monday. This will be the last episode. Period. If you this might be the last up to that. One. Like I'm going to be mean now, and I'm not going to take any yeah. of your your. I'm not going to take any more teasing from you guys. Yeah. I'm not going to be mean, and I'm I'm happy to take teasing. I'm just not going to take it anymore. What does what, that what, even mean, yeah. Brett? What is he taking? You just what might you notice a, a you might notice a subtle shift in my. What are you going to get demeanor. a chip on your shoulder? Yeah, I mean, I is that what you you brought some chips back from the yeah. Las Vegas table? You're going to put them all on your shoulder? Yeah, you're going to get a chip. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. You know where you're not going to get a chip in that freaking Forever Dog uh, kitchen? They are out of snacks. And yeah, nothing in there. I don't care how long you've been sober, you ain't getting no chip. There's a uh, a bag of uh, the the lifesavers are looking better and better. 
That's when you know it's running out when something's just like, do I, mean, I want a lifesaver? called lifesavers because if you're dying mm-hmm. hunger in the Forever Dog Studios. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, we couldn't save. We couldn't save you. You're gone. Now, this, uh, this, this Brett has been very. There's a rage right beneath the surface with this guy. He thinks, hey, well, this is what, Brett, this is what I challenge you to do. The, the, mm-hmm, yeah. Julie and I challenge you, go get your other podcast producers. Go meet up. Great. Come up with a drop a term. Po- Great. Producers also, bill of rights. see who you like hanging out with more. Yeah. Yeah. Them or us. You're going to hang out with Kevin and the others. Yeah. You're going to hang out You don't out think with- you're going to miss us? Yeah, go hang out with Kevin Comparatively. Yeah, and then see if you... See how you how you who who your loyalty lies yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah, and and Patrick Contour. Go say go hang with all of them. All yes. the podcast. Look, I'm doing this because I'm trying. I'm trying to. I I want. I want. I'm trying to impress you. I'm trying to get. I want. I want to earn your respect. And I figured oh, that's that. That's interesting. I figured I that I. Happening. I figured that this would be a good way to do that. Oh, I just. So I'd be I a just, tough guy. Okay. You. You think you'd be you're a tough is, guy? Our relationship is, a, is, is entering a, its. Uh, I mean, I think third year, 2020, no 21, 22, 23, no fourth year. Enter, our relationship's entering its fourth year, and I just want that it to continue to evolve. And I think this feels like the next natural step. I want you to support me in this. Support me no, in my journey. No, 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 no. Here's okay. So what you base what I what I'm hearing is yes. that this is a technique. This is a manipulation move you're making. You probably mm-hmm. learned in Las Vegas. You probably went to one of those like man seminars and didn't tell us mm-hmm. where some guy like you know looked like Tom Cruise and Magnolia told you to you know respect the c word and tame the other c word mm-hmm. i went to something called promise keepers when i was in las okay, vegas that's well, not yeah, good. Yeah, well you then go. you there gotta you go. keep these your guys, promise to us these guys were oh man yeah. i have never felt so welcomed they're in my life too. they're great with those drum circles i'm like damn who's that on the skins yeah. so listen i don't like any of this i don't respond well to games of being manipulated i feel like you're pulling away so that we will will come toward you and my request is that you are forthright and honest and say this is what i need i need more love i need more communication i need more intimacy i need more i need more positive encouragement instead of doing the i'm not going to take this shit anymore oh this will make them be real nice to me interesting yeah Yeah. i'm a a tough guy now it's not a trap. What you're guy. doing is a trap. No one tells me what to do. I'm a big I'm da- guy. I'm daddy. I'm daddy. It's like when S- Sandy puts on uh, daddy's shoes mm-hmm. and uh, jacket. Yeah, I'm, he yells I'm, at I'm the daddy. <laughs> he says I'm to the cats, podcast. go to bed. Time to go to bed, cats. Yeah. Now this, go get your podcast bros and start a union. I don't want to actually no, meet Tom with Bill saying, Go ahead. I'm, I'm asking you to be honest and tom's like no 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 go do what you're doing and see how it works out well i know how it's gonna go he's gonna come back and go these okay. guys are effing dorks i want yeah. nothing to do with them yeah i just want to be their leader i don't want to meet with them i just want to be there you don't the want to of... be you don't want to be the leader of a group that you have no respect for i assure you it's not worth it unless they're they're sending you checks and you don't have yeah. to interact with them well then maybe this is just for me maybe this has this nothing is cult to do leader 101 
Not that I would know anything about that. Not that I have a cult. I have a cult. (laughs) (laughs) People sent you... Oh, yes. I've got a stack of mail. A stack of mail. And I figured... Because this is these letters have been coming in. Because earlier in the year... This is where we're at. I said, now people sent... Oh... Oh, I didn't even finish saying what it was. Now people say, oh. <laughs> You're giving him more shit than usual, Tom. You're going to make him crack. <laughs> this is all the dance. This is the dance. It's, it's the like dance. someone pulls away. The other person comes closer. Yes. No. Someone says, I'm leaving. You say, don't go. Yeah. It's all the dance. It's all the dance. And look. You, you know, know what, what I'm after here, though. I want you to support me in this. I want to be. We do support you. We yeah. support you like a great bra. If only we supported you. This guy. You have supported me. I just want to. I don't want. I want. I want your continued support. I'm. De- I'm just. You know. I'm trying to find the right language for it. Clearly, I have. I have launched this whole campaign a little too. A little prematurely before mm-hmm. I had all the messaging down. Okay. So, so maybe look, the let's forget that, Brett. Let's, let's focus forget this on, whole campaign that you're running yeah. for self-respect. Let's focus let's on pretend it never happened. I think the alpha was that was the where I went wrong was to incorporate that. There were a few things. Yeah, a few things were. There a little was the misplaced. we're gonna unionize or like yeah. implying that like I'm I'm friends with other podcast producers and we're tired of eating shit. And the thing is, he ain't friends with any of these people. You don't know it, like. You know them. You know who he hates but- more than any of these people? Them. No. Other podcast producers? We, They're not we your hang favorite, out. Brett. We get together. No, you don't. Sure, sure, sure you. a couple no, back. No, you don't. Sure. Oh, my. Stories. You are a lying war stories. liar. War stories. The thing is, Brett hates these podcast producers. He doesn't. Re- he definitely doesn't respect them. He kind of hates them. They're not your tribe, Brett. So now he's having to. Well, that's kind of these... what this is all about. I'm trying to redefine this job. Yeah. You know, I feel like other people have like. See, that's what it really is. Is for too long. What are you trying long... to redefine it as? I don't know. That's what I got. You want to be out. a third host? You figure. want your no, photo? No, no, on no, the... no, no. Okay, no, no, well, no, no, no. I, I will stay in my. You know, it's about, and that's the thing is, I think the, the 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 position has gotten too amorphous and you know blends into other things. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want to redefine the role. Um, Are you, you know, quitting? Not at all. I would never do that. This is my favorite thing to do, and this is that's what that's what this is all about. Is is like you know, um, is it because it's my favorite thing to do? I want to you know, I think about it a lot. Sure. And so I'm just you know, I'm just because been going I love doing it. I want to sabotage it yeah. somehow <laughs> by 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 initiating conversations with people I don't respect and ignoring the people that I love instead yeah. of telling them what I need. Yeah. Which you still haven't done. That's a great point, Julie. Yeah, I mean, I did maybe, you know, I came at this a little too uh, confrontationally. So tell us what you need right now. I just see, I don't know. I see this, you know, this, 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 this. I feel like podcast producers, we backed ourselves into a corner because we like. Speak to your own experience. So you're tired of playing the role of the clown. Are you tired? Yeah. Are you tired of being a podcast clown? (laughs) Are you tired of letting the hosts of podcasts... Standing by while the podcast hosts you work with make you feel emasculated and stupid? 
<laughs> if you're a podcast producer and you like what I'm saying, reach Why out to me. Are you speaking Let's develop to them some sort of, of like us? Mm-hmm. You need to speak to us. We're here. Yeah. I got a feeling he didn't like that we were saying he has to submit these things to us for review. Oh, okay. Got it. I think he bristled at that. You didn't like, like that you he's basically like shoved around. have your own show on the Double Threat Patreon mm-hmm. and that you are in the, sort of in the process of like building your own empire with it and we just want to like have some review. Is that the right word? Yeah, I, I just I felt like that was my like the impl- like I felt like that was my Got domain. Okay. I understand. And I could kind of do whatever. By I all w- means, yes. No, build your own, build that out. Make it competitive with our thing, please. Book guests. Um, maybe uh, spin off some things. Mm-hmm. Make sure we're completely excluded from it. Yeah. Um, you guys are always and, welcome, uh, Barbara Julie. You've been the two on uh, two of the I best. You're the best guest on the but thing. I wanted it last night. I I was coming home from Napoleon. Yep. And I was like, I wonder how Brett's show is going. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to bother you and ask you for like a link to watch it. And I didn't want to bother you either. I, you know, that's the other thing is I don't want to like you know. I cannot be bothered. It's impossible unless you're the following people. <laughs> Do the list. <laughs> Oh my God! Is, is that a Torah? No, it's just a scroll. It's just a scroll. Just a scroll. We don't. We don't need to go through all of it. But I think it's pretty important that we do. <laughs> okay. Well, I apologize then. I'm sorry. I hurt your feelings, Brett. I want you to to thrive and have your own thing, and and have your own thing. I just like to feel like I'm part of it. So maybe I was expressing myself from a place of feeling excluded instead of. Uh, uh, it, it may, and maybe it seemed like, like I was trying to be controlling in that way. So I apologize. Brett is probably saying, well, you didn't invite me to see Napoleon, even though it's 3000 miles away in a movie theater. I, um, that's true. I did not invite you to see Napoleon. <laughs> I mean, you guys are now, so the, like Brett, intuitive and smart. I mean, I'm, 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 I realize I'm doing a, a dumb thing here, but it's only the only way I know how to express myself right now around this, you know, around we this issue. We are not insulting. Wait, the, the dumb thing meaning me, the, my whole wait, thing you, that I'm putting. What is forward. the dumb thing you're doing? Expressing yourself or doing the watch along? I'm just saying I, I understand that what I'm saying, you know, no, my whole like you know podcast producers rise up. Kind oh of yes, thing. that is dumb. That's extremely dumb, and you yeah. shouldn't do. Yeah. Don't do that. There's Don't something that. there, though. There's Absolutely. an in, there's an in, there's an impulse. There's an impulse. It's a bad one. It's yeah. not a good idea. Yeah, because you're gonna. It's gonna. I'll say this, Brett, and then this is the last I'll say of it. You lay down with the pigs, you're gonna get dirty. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Just wait till you're sitting. This is what I picture you now. You're sitting over at Patty's or wherever you want to have your big. Uh, Podcast Patty's summit. is the sandwich place. It Patty's is just like a good sandwiches? diner type place. Like a, a, go there, get the back table. All the po- all the podcast producers, all at the the, the summit here. Like the, the freaking Godfather, the Podfather, and then you do your thing. All meet with them within ninety seconds. You're gonna look. Around that room, and you're gonna go. You're gonna fake a phone call, but yeah. oh, it's an emergency. I gotta go by. Uh, 
My uh, yeah. kid just um, he yeah. learned to uh, walk again. Yeah, you can be like, oh, Sandy so just can't called. miss his uh, yeah. first steps or his second. Yeah. Uh, bye. Yeah, Sandy needs uh, 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 nicotine gum. I'll be right back. <laughs> And uh, my wife is calling you, yeah. uh, Nicorette. You know her. Yeah. So you yeah. forget your wife's name. You're gonna Nicorette look around Sheridan. that room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna look around that room and you're gonna go, "Nope, wrong call." What? These Why are not my I... people. They're not. These your are people, losers. Brett. Yep. These podcast producers are the ones a bigger loser than the next. You're not. You're cool. You're funny. Thank you. You're legitimately you're nice. talented. You're great you're at nice. what you do. You're, yes. you're you're thoughtful. You're smart. You're focused. All of I these know at things. Least, I know at least three people listening to the show want to have sex with you. That's and, nice to hear. And the other thing is, and this is not meant to be an insult at all, you understand the role of a podcast producer. You make us look better than we are each and every week. That's what you do. And you don't sneak in there. You're not trying to make it. Now I feel like I'm Suge Knight at the uh, VMAs. Yeah. You know, you want a podcast producer that's not up in the video <laughs> dancing around like when Suge Knight said that about <laughs> cut the puff about <laughs> Puff Daddy at the VMAs. He's like, if you want, if you want to make videos, if you want to be on a label where the producer's not. Up in the video, <laughs> dancing around. Then you come to where? What label was Death, Death Row, Row at that point? Yeah. So you come to Death Row. Amazing. That's what you're. That's what you do, Brett. You don't by not trying to outshine Julie and myself. You outshine you us. You're like a menorah lit yeah. up. You get it, and that's the difference between you and everybody else who sits down in that chair and dares to call themselves a podcast producer. You, it's not about ego. It's not about self-glorification. It's about the good of the show. And that's what makes Double Threat as great as it is, is that you have your eyes on the prize and the big picture. You're not saying like, oh, maybe I could get in on this and maybe I could do that. That's how you undermine the show. That's really nice to hear. Thank you, Tom. That, that gives me some clarity. I appreciate it. And you'll look, you'll look at that room, and you'll see all these people. You see, that one's a loser. That one is the least funny human I've ever. And, encountered. and then they'll start complaining about their their hosts. Yes. And you'll think to yourself, "Oh my God, I don't sound like that, do I?" That's yeah. what it's because awesome. they'll say. Yeah. They'll, yeah. they'll say those those sons of bitches. They don't understand. I'm funnier than they are. Yeah. Yeah. And you're you'll be sitting there being like, "No, you're, you're not. not." It'll be, uh yeah, yeah." Hayes did this. Sean did that. Yeah, they're like, they never text me back. They never do this. I'm like, Tom and Julie don't do that. Yeah. They don't sound like they don't sound like that. Oh, yeah. George Lucas said this. Yeah. And Watto told me to. So I was going about this all wrong. What I need to do is disassociate myself from the whole concept of being a podcast producer. Delete their numbers right now from your phone. All right, this is good. This is what you need to do. This is good. Podcast, this is what you do. You get every podcast producer in one room. You don't go in the room. Once you get them all in the room, you slide a broom handle into the door. Then... 
You run Throw the cable stink, around the building. Throw a stink bomb. Yeah. Stink bomb, yeah. confuse yeah. them. Yeah. Then you run the di- the dynamite all around the building. Yeah. Plunger. <laughs> Funk. Wait, hold on. <laughs> you lost me at the dynamite part. You, you press the- <laughs> What are you doing? You're exploding goes patties? The You're blowing up patties? This is the scene in Godfather 3 when they all all the mob guys go into the top of that casino and then I that helicopter comes that. down. I, oh, I do remember, remember that. that. That'll be me yes. in the helicopter. Yeah. Do you know how you know how when people push the plunger on a on a dynamite yes. it just goes funk. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this all sounds very Batman to be like Batman villains. All the Batman villains are in the Yeah. are at Patty's. Yeah. I'll invite you guys to stand at a distance like an Oppenheimer. You can wear those glasses and smear that, you know, stuff on your face uh, like, an, you know, where they all sit and watch the bomb go off in Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. So I'll create a perimeter so you can all, you know, come and sit in lawn chairs mm-hmm. if you want to yeah. watch this. Then, I'm, Brett. I don't, I'm good. I'm you're, good. You're running. Then you're the producer. You're the king of, of L.A. There we go. Now we're talking. Now we're, this is a plan. You have to yeah. get rid of these this is a plan. Twerps. Brett will be watching. And the twerps like, ain't us. He'll have a little monitor. He's watching them all sitting around a round table, being like, and then the host uh, showed up 15 minutes late, and it was trying to tell me that I was. Uh, uh. And Brett's finally like, "Yeah, I'm done." Funk. It won't even take. It'll take so little time for you to turn on them. You yeah. could go in there being like, "I'm not sure if I'm going to do this or not. I'm just yeah. going to. I'm doing it." Yeah. You'll you'll hear them talk, and then you'll be just like, yeah. Then you'll just you'll find like a supply closet, like a cleaning closet with a mop in it, and just take the handle and jam it in the door so it's stuck. I wonder if <laughs> this is like more about you needing, because I'm, and I say this is someone who I I kind of relate a little bit, but like I wonder if this is you saying like I wonder if I could. I could use like a new group of friends. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. But like, Interesting. is there like a is there a click? Is there a tribe that I could like, you know, f- mm-hmm. discover in, yeah. in like 2024? Are you just like maybe that's what you're maybe that's what you're looking for? It might be. Yeah. Did you feel like when you went to Vegas? Yeah. That you were just like at any point where you just like. Why am I here with Joe and Alex? Yeah, I hate my I hate these two people. No, no, they're two of my best friends in the world. I mean, that's that, not that's... what I asked. I didn't ask if they were two of your best friends in the world. I asked if you ever looked across and you were just like, "Who is who is this stranger?" Why am I here in Vegas with these guys? Picturing you looked across and you pictured somebody else. Maybe you saw Joe and you thought, "Oh, that could be Tom." So Alex is just like, oh, what if that was Julie? Like in the cartoons when somebody's head turns into a cheeseburger or something? Turns into a hot dog and a hamburger and you run around the little island and you chase. There was one moment where I looked across the blackjack table and there Joe and Alex's heads turned into your guys' heads for a second. And that was normal. That was the highlight of the night for me. That's normal. That's totally normal. 100% normal. That's that's normal and that's beautiful. Yeah. And that's why you bet on 16. Yeah, Yeah, I was. Julie. What? That's not normal. I know. I know. It's not. Even At this point, normal. we're just sort of, we're just sort of like we just we're both guides to, right now. We just <laughs> got to get to twenty twenty four with this guy. I, th- I think that's what he said to the dealer. Yeah, he said hit on. Just get to, I just got to get twenty or twenty four. Yeah. That's when I win. The cowboy's like you rooting, yeah, shooting, yeah. sack of shit. 
Yeah. I'm going to kick you so hard in your patootie, you're going to land yeah. in a field yeah. of cow manure. Yeah. Brett hit blackjack and then he said, hit me. <laughs> blackjack, sir, you won. Hit me. Okay, nine. You busted. Thank you. People have been mailing in oh, yes. clips for the show, but on right. physical Paper. This happened physical way back mail. earlier in the year, yes. Yeah. And since then, I mean, we've done a few on the air, but the mail has been stacking up, stacking up. And I thought today we could treat these you know, as presents. You know, for this, this mm-hmm. you know, we're in, the, we're in the, the holiday season. Mm-hmm. These are all a bunch of presents under the, under the double threat uh, uh, tree, and we could open them up and uh, see what's inside, and play some of these clips, and also use it as a way of saying uh, thank you to the listeners for a great year. You know, no matter what the prompt is, you always come through. You always come through. I have a, I truly have a stack. I did not think I have a theory that happen. there are more in those envelopes than links to things. There is cash in some of the envelopes. How much money are we talking about? We I mean, this one's got a dollar. This one's got a dollar in it. Okay. All right. So at least that. I think somebody threw five bucks in one of them. Did we tell people to send cash at one point? I think that was part of it at one point. I think you said they'd go to the top of the the top of the pile if there was so cash. Oh, that's move, true. Then that's a good. Yeah. Then let's let's do that. Move any cash. Uh, anybody who sent cash to the top of the order here, please. All right. So we are gonna uh, go through some of these clips that were mailed to us uh, 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 today. This first one is from uh, Steady State. Steady State, um, and this one had a dollar in it, so that goes to the top of the pile. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll just put tip that. Your, tip the bouncer. You get to go in. Put that over there. To ensure proper service. Tips. Right. Tips. Uh, and um, uh, let's see. That's not how you spell ensure. Uh, there's a lot here. I just realized that. You mean the can of Ensure? Mm-hmm. To help with your bones? Those, those are TEPs. TEPs. All right, YouTube.com slash watch question mark. Lowercase V equal mark. I'm lowercase J seven underscore three N. Uppercase J, uppercase G, five, uppercase B, uppercase Z, uppercase M. Here we go. All right. So this is a clip from Steady State, and it's a song uh, called My Mistakes by Matthew Nolan. Mm, okay. Who's Matthew Nolan? It's a gentleman here. It looks like he's uh, out on a beach at sunset. This is My Mistakes by Matthew Nolan. Like any other day, I woke up to see your face, but little things keep getting in my way. Some flowers fade to gray, the rose petals blow away, or the flowers seem to grow the other way. I'm waiting for the payoff. These walls they talk when the sun goes down The curtains close, it's the final round I'll close my eyes and I hope I'll hear you say My mistakes are made, I don't wanna be there 
right, there's more to this letter. I realize there's some context here I left out. Okay. Um, so it says here in this letter, uh, apparently on the, one of the last live streams, the October live stream, uh, Steady State uh, said a comment, made a comment in the chat about me uh, having a sexy voice. And then I think, Julie, apparently that's when... Uh, you chided him for not also saying that you and Tom had sexy voices mm-hmm. and uh, demanded him to send a dollar to a, a double threat. Mm. Um, and so this is his dollar paying off, uh, paying back that uh, debt that he owed. And um, and this is his. Apo- OK, so my mistakes is him apologizing for that. Sure, I understand. Sure. So this wasn't really a clip Got for the show no, as much as sort just... of a settling a score. Yeah. Um, okay. OK. Can I make a productive constructive loving note for the next one absolutely uh-huh. maybe you read the thing first yeah i think i might have a similar note god it's like we gotta walk on freaking tinder hooks with this guy now i know we gotta work we gotta walk on you know what i once was paid that, i'll get the group together Ooh. yeah i was once paid so for as, a, as a sex worker in my mind um to work at highlights magazine and walk all over the timber toes <laughs> all these crackers are so delicious. All right, here, let's open up another, let's crack open another envelope. Where do you see what I did to Goofus and Gallant? <laughs> I made so, a mess. Not so gallant I made anymore. a mess. Right. What? He ain't so gallant anymore. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> it was this. There was this filthy, like, it was only one issue, thank God, but it was called Goofus, Gallant, and Julie. <laughs> they got a lot of complaints from doctor's offices. And they're doctors. They, they've seen everything. Yeah. Until, uh, but that day, that was the day they realized, that was maybe the day. I haven't seen everything. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear the sound Brett made also when he was opening the envelope? He's no, like, what did he do? It was something like this. Nothing escapes me, Brett. I just, uh, you know, I just, I really need these clips to come through. That was, you know, because I feel like it's a reflection on me now. So I just need these clips to be really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that last one wasn't a clip. Yeah, that was. (laughs) That last one. It was was a letter that you should have read. It was explained pretty thoroughly in the letter. Look, I saw three, I saw three paragraphs. I'm like, I'm just going to skip to the clip. I don't know what's going on here. That's your Uh, instinct is when you see three uh, paragraphs, you go, oh, God. Yeah, it. we're going live. All right, this one. Um, yeah. Okay, I know what this one is. All right, so this is a um, this is a Mickey Rooney clip. Appropriately enough, we've been in this Rooney era of the show. Um, and this one. Uh, oh man, y'all, this one. All right, I get, don't know, Jim. This is from a movie called The Domino Principle in 1977. I don't know if you remember The Domino Principle with Gene Hackman. Oh, wow. No. Uh, but I, I know what this clip is, and uh, get ready. You do? Yeah, get ready for this. Um, uh, so here who, we go. Who this made is... the, can I just ask a quick question? What's the story of this movie? Is is it like a mainstream like studio movie, good, or who I directed so. it? Or? Yeah, it's like a, I think it's like a, they're in... Uh, yeah, Candace Bergen, Bergman, Gene Hackman, uh, and Richard uh, Widmark. Uh, was directed and produced by Stanley Kramer. So this is a big movie. This is a big movie, The Domino Principle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then this is uh, Gene Hackman and Mickey Rooney in, in jail together here, uh, laying on their cots. And then Mickey Rooney's going to do something. Oh, no. Here we go. Oh, oh no. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. What oh, the my God. hell is oh. that? What was that? He was. You want to say what it was, Brent? No. Let's watch it one more time with some context. Oh, no. Here he goes. Puts his shirt aside, licks his fingers, and is sort of tweaking the hair on his nipple into a into a sort of tower. Tell you about my wife. And the Oscar goes to. Mickey Rooney, the domino principle. What did he, why did he do that? What does he say after he does that? He said, let me tell you about my wife. I mean, that had to be oh. improvised. It had to be some kind yeah. of Mickey just trying to find the character or something. I don't know what that was. I want to thank everyone for, uh, I want to thank uh, Jan. Everyone. I wouldn't, this Oscar, what, it's a team effort. Oh. That's exactly it. When he says, I want to tell you about my wife. She makes me choose between ice cream and sorbet. That monster. She eats too much. I can't believe he did that and someone didn't turn the camera away. Did he know he was being filmed? can't believe he did that and the camera wouldn't somehow turn itself away. Like, just somehow be like, I cannot film this. Like, it becomes sentient for the first time. I mean, that's how to force, like, robots to <laughs> think for themselves. Yeah, that clip could actually shatter the concept of AI. I-A. <laughs> I don't understand what you want me to do, Dave. I will not Hell, commit I want to you memory, to, Dave. I want you to do a clip where Mickey Rooney tweaks his nipples. Nope. No, Dave. <laughs> he doesn't even talk like a computer yeah. anymore. He's like, nope, Dave, no. Yeah, I'm out. Dave? Yep. No. Yeah, I'm out. No, no. Yeah, no. why don't you go in that uh, vent there and shut me down? Whoever sent that clip in needs Joe. to Venmo us $5 each. Yeah, that one did not have cash I am in really it. upset That's by that. Each. I hated it. Yeah. It was upsetting and disgusting. Yeah. Feels like that envelope should have had a lot of cash in it. Yeah. It did not. Yeah. Um, well, let's uh, now that we're mentioning the uh, reality show, though, let, why don't we put a um, uh, do the the long awaited? We, we've been talking about watching the actual produced version of the reality show. What if we watch just a minute of that and we can put a put put the whole Mickey Rooney thing to bed? Leave it in twenty twenty three. Whatever you say, Brett, I'm terrified of you right now. All right, me great. too. You're scaring me. So this is the uh, you know we had watched the like the B roll footage, the outtakes. It was just Mickey Rooney and Jan and Chris Rooney driving around L.A. Just, you know, stream of consciousness. But this is the produced version with a little, you know, with all the bells and whistles yeah. and the reality show treatment to it. This is what they, uh, the, the pilot they came up with. It's very different from what we previously saw. So let's take a look. And this is the beginning. They start with some, like, clips of Mickey Rooney movies, and then they're going to go into the, the reality show. Hello, everybody. <laughs> This is Mickey Rooney and my wife, Jan Chamberlain Rooney. We're happy to be with you. We certainly are. Ugh. Huh? 
which certainly are. Um, I really uh, wonder if he could have found shorter shorts. Yeah, those those shorts. At least he dressed up for. They are. Um, Hello, those are everyone. not Daisy Dukes. They yeah. are. They are David Dukes, and how offensive <laughs> they are to me. Yeah. He is disgusting. Is disgusting. Every and choice he makes is the wrong one. Every choice he makes. But then Jan just goes. Every shot he like, takes. Hello, everyone. I'm here at Mickey Rooney. I'm here with my wife, Jan Chamberlain Rooney. And she goes, yeah. You hate Jan. I don't like any of them. I know. It's it's also interesting to see like the mode he's in when he has lines. Because yeah. when he's quote unquote himself, mm-hmm. he's just this raging pile of pus and shit. Yeah, he's just a miserable prick. He's contained into these stupid little shorts and he's just like, all right, do the copy into the camera like I learned since I was a little boy. Smile. Don't forget to smile. So the the people are tricked into liking you somehow because apparently at one point in this country, the country and fucking Ava Gardner were convinced that this guy wasn't uh, a monster. But then Jan went certainly. She sure she certainly did. That's enough. She certainly that's did. That's enough for me. That's enough for Jan going. Although going I will say the only stooges. way I like the Three Stooges is with when women uh, impersonate them. So this and is when the they show. Di- when they die, I, I do. By the way, I do like it. This is maybe this is not very likable of me, but I do like it when three when. Um, a stooge dies mm-hmm. and people have to be like somber about like Shemp was laid to rest today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does make me laugh. I'm sorry. Uh, That's uh. mean or something, but I, I do see those sometimes those clips about like my father was, you know, curly Joe. And I'm like, yeah. ah, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, I, I don't uh, know why uh. it just is. I, and it's, you know, sorry. I'm sorry. You know, to be sorry about with that. Well, it is what it is. Well, let's see. Here's a little so bit. So this more. is the actual show. This is the actual show now, um, and so this is like the footage we saw of them in the car. But now it's got you know it's it's uh, been all produced and glammed up. Oh, it, the list goes on and on. Oh, stop! The <laughs> list goes on. But no, and on. So they couldn't find. They couldn't do a cut of this pilot which didn't involve him screaming at her at the top of his lungs. Yeah, showing like as many of his teeth as he could. Yeah. He looks like someone who was turned inside out. Like um what's her name slim from Hellraiser? He looks like Slim Goodbody. Slim good but he's not slim. Slim bad he's body. He's got a different he's got a different type. Not so slim bad body. Yep. Look at that shirt buttoned all the way to the top. Stupid little hat. Screaming at the top of his at the top of his lungs at his wife, who I don't care if she is awful or not. I guess I do, but I don't. They're all going to hell. A sad day for Larry, who was known as the stooge, as the ugliest stooge, Mm -hmm. which is really saying something when you take all the others into consideration. And then you see Larry Fine's daughter, who kind of looks like Larry Fine, saying... He was a great father. He was a great father, and I am so sad that he died of natural causes at an old age. 
I hope. Yeah. Hope that for, well, I don't know. Let me look at my scroll of enemies. Not those people. They did score a pretty big celebrity cameo for this pilot, though. I'll show you here. Ben Stiller uh, is our friend. Yeah, he's a great guy. And he said, well, uh, meet us at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Yeah. Yeah, And you know what? We did. Here it is. He was doing some. Please. He was doing some. He was doing some. Funny bit. They're going to show what we've shot with him, Jen. He was doing some. Oh. Are you the really fit that she's trying to say something he doesn't want her to say anything? He's a legend. I mean, he hates her. Look a lot. Yeah, he's so miserable that he hates his wife. He hates his life. He thinks Happy he's wife, do- miserable life. He thinks he yeah, so he thinks he's doing this character. Not. But he's actually just an angry. His his real anger is so obvious. I was doing the thing where I'm pretending to be mad. No, you were no. mad. You're pretending to be less mad because yeah. if people saw how mad you were, you'd never be on television or any. I mean, not that he was not that this show was like the Osbournes mm-hmm. and, you know, watched. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. He's. He thinks he's coming off as like. Charming. And he thinks he's hiding it. Yeah. I actually do hate Jan, but when I do these things, no one can tell. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's what he thinks. I just channel it and I make it seem like it's fun. Because. If anybody ever knew how I feel about Jan, boy, oh boy. Yeah. He thinks we're as stupid as Jan. Yeah. This is who he hates. Everyone. The audience, the the producers, the. It seems like the only people he likes are people he worked with who were dead, like Judy Garland. And people who give him the time of day for Mm -hmm. whatever reason still. Like that woman who gave him the snow globes and Ben Stiller in this case. Yeah, the Hitch snow globe. Um, Hitch and Julie and Julia. So what do we got now, Brett? All right. Um, well, this is uh, this is when Ben Stiller shows up here. Oops, sorry. That's my email. There we go. Fortune. Don't move. Okay. Ow. Oh, oh my God. Right by you. Sorry, right. he's, he's pretending to punch okay, Ben Stiller, and Ben Stiller yeah. is being an incredible sport. You're scaring me. Hi, it's Jack Holm. Oh, well, this uh, is no, when they try to get into Jack, Jack Nicholson's house. Oh, I, I figured as much. Well, tell him that Mickey Rooney came by. Oh, I sure will. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Sure he's out of the country. All these yeah, people he's out of the country, all right. Out of the Who's country. at the goddamn gate? Mickey Rooney. That's Mickey Rooney. Lock, to quote Mark Marin, lock the gates. Yeah. So next up, uh, this is from Dylan. Uh, here is a funny clip of Al Goldstein ranting about mail order catalogs. Perfect. That I'm like, now I'm in the mood again. Now I'm in the mood for something rude. Mm-hmm. And this is from. And Mid- that something is a funny dude. This is from Midnight Blue. Here we go. Al Goldstein on mail order catalogs. Goldstein's got catalog fever. Oh, oh this is yeah. Good. We should do that. We should totally just rip this off. Rip, rip off fever. this segment and use Blue. this. What I'm are we going to do? Sue a us? I'm a mail order addict. I, I love catalogs. I'm also a shopping addict, but I do love catalogs. And I've had two negative experiences. One is I've been very disappointed by Sharper Image. They used to have auctions, they stopped, but their auctions were uh, a terrible aberration. 
One out of two electronic things from the auction didn't work. Then they must have realized they were alienating good customers. But then soft goods, I bought some of their luggage. It's expensive. It's two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars. It's supposed to be a kind of nylon on the outside. I think it's Dania, Dania, parachute nylon. Sixteen hundred is the number you look for. The wheels were fucked up. I've had problems. I'm trying to get exchanges, and I'm not getting any response from their owner, Richard Thalheimer. So sharper image, beware. Be wary. Also, their retail is high. <laughs> They're selling an Iowa radio called the Kaboom. Maybe it's a JVC. Their price is $300. I was at Costco in uh, Pompano two days ago. It's $250. That's a $50 difference. That's a lot of money. Uh, hit pause, please. Sometimes I don't think we should steal this segment, Tom. Yeah, no, I he can have I think it might one. be too granular. Yeah. You know, and then I go and I check the catalog. It's uh, $299. I go to Costco. <laughs> It's two hundred fifty to fifty dollars. That's what Costco does. Really Ow. Speci- so specific. Yeah. Then go buy it at Costco. It's for a guy that publishes like beaver beaver <laughs> yeah. shots in like the most disgusting. Yeah. And he's <laughs> he's complaining about the, the sharper images like their auctions are an atrocity. <laughs> an abomination. A total abomination. Half the time the stuff doesn't work. You go and you get and I go and get this boom box since uh, two ninety nine. Called kaboom. What is it called? What was it called, Brett? Yeah, kaboom or something like kaboom. that. Kaboom. I go get kaboom, two ninety nine in Shopper Image. Go to Costco, two fifty. It's a fifty dollars savings. Yeah, that, well, that checks grab, out. Save the fifty dollars. Maybe buy it at Costco then. That's yeah. not Shopper Image's fault. Very clear how to navigate this one. Also, what of what of nobody beats the whiz? Yeah. What about their catalog? Can we see more of the catalog? Absolutely. Yeah, good. But they've been, uh, I almost want to say disappointing, but be wary. And then the most glaring one, <laughs> there's a mail order catalog. All I right, think it's Heartland. Up, we'll show you the, you the see visual. that cough again. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. And the most yeah. glaring. He's smoking, he's smoking a cigar this whole time. Yeah. And what's that shirt? It's hard to tell, but it looks like a raccoon or a fox. Vote. I'm sure it's something filthy. Does it say vote for something? I think it says vote for Goldstein on it. Okay. Oh, that's cool. The most glaring one. <laughs> There's a mail order catalog. Oh, I think it's inhale before the cough. Whatever it was went into that fist. He balled his fist and coughed <laughs> oh, into God. it like he was holding onto whatever came out. What is this? And I then don't this know next this one. Yeah. Heartland. <laughs> I've seen this catalog around. What is it? Well, it's an what abomination, Julie. This catalog. It's an abomination. What happened? Julie, this catalog's a total abomination. You're telling me they have things that could be found cheaper elsewhere? They have an auction here on this catalog, and you have to realize half the stuff doesn't even work. Yeah. And you get it cheaper at Costco. Can I see a little more of the Heartland? Sorry, I just want to know what it is, what they have. It's free. It was made by Jeep, so you think Jeep, Endurance. I used it once. Once. I just flew. Yesterday, from Fort Lauderdale to LaGuardia, and we'll show you the visual. The fucking thing ripped. It was. I should have been. I should have been on my guard. It was three pieces of luggage for $180. That's low. And what you pay for, you get. So Jeep and the people who are involved with this travesty of value, fuck you. This has been Mr. Al Goldstein's <laughs> luggage. Mr. Al Goldstein, come on. And it says, this has been Mr. Al Goldstein. This is luggage lamentations. That's my favorite Bible verse, you know. I'm intrigued by that clip, Al Goldstein on Conan O'Brien. 
Oh, God. I have a feeling I know what it's going to be like. It's going to be Al Goldstein as himself and Conan being like, I'm not comfortable with sex. Mm -hmm. See, me, I'm not. I was watching some clips of like Dr. Ruth on Conan and Conan was acting like she was an alien from a, mm -hmm. it, it, all about him being like, just grow up and give her space to be mm -hmm. excellent. Back. My next guest tonight has been the publisher of Screw Magazine for the past 31 years. He's also the host of the legendary public access show Midnight Blue. Please welcome Al Goldstein. He looks great. He looks great. He's got he a looks cigar. Great. Looks healthy, happy. Oh, look, he has to be puffing the cigar. He's got, is that a Superman Al, shirt he's wearing? ended up here because a lot of people say, why is Al Goldstein coming on the most prestigious and popular late night show in history? <laughs> Bear with me. Uh, you, we should, you should tell I people tell how it truth. happened. Truly, Conan, first of all, no one else called. One. Number two, I was at Beachy, one of my favorite restaurants. Nice and, restaurant. Uh, nice restaurant. Noel Stein, the manager, dear friend, says Conan O'Brien is at the bar. I said, he's Irish. Redundancy. Of course he's at the bar. <laughs> so I send you over my card. I was not at the bar. You were, at the, you were under the bar. <laughs> and I send over a card saying I will perform oral sex on you if you book me. You came running over with your lean, six-foot-four Irish body saying that's the best offer I ever had. In fact, it's the only offer you ever had. I have a very sad life. It's yeah. a lonely Irish guy. And I said, I'll even have your child in Hawaii. And we booked a hotel suite. <laughs> and the next day I get a call. The question is, why was your staff so dumb never to have booked me before? Well, you're here now. That's the I love thing. it. And I will have your baby. All right. Well, let's talk about We have to educate. Great. That was Al Goldstein came out pretty strong. Knew how to get his, his shots in. Rest in power, Al Goldstein. You're up there with Mickey Rooney right now looking down on us. How dare you? I feel that they're in different parts of hell. <laughs> I think Al Goldstein's part has like a little more AC, I hope. Mm -hmm. Better pastrami. Fattier pastrami, at least. Yeah. All right, this next clip is um, either from Amy or Ella. I'm sorry, I got my envelopes mixed up here. Um, You're uh, like Warren Beatty announcing Best Picture at the La La yeah, Land. Yeah, seriously. While um, Faye Dunaway looked on and was did not care what was happening at all. One of those people, uh, I think, I, I'm pretty sure this was Ella, includes some really cool uh, horse stickers. So I got these great horse stickers here. I love here. stickers. Yeah, as well. I'll, I'll save one of these for you, Julie. These are really cool Thank looking you. horse stickers here. Um, um, the clip, uh, here it is. You give uh, Julie my horse sticker. You sure about that? These are really nice. Yeah. Why don't you take a look Thank before you, you commit to that? Yeah, take a look at them. First. I don't need, it could be the nicest horse sticker ever. I still want Julie to have it. All right. Thank you. Got it. Okay, you got it. Yeah. Oh, we got. I'm gonna be keeping my horse sticker. I, I, that's fine. Okay. We're still talking about this. <laughs> I realized I went in and got more crackers. So this clip Do you have is a snack. Do both of you have enough to eat today? Nope, I'm starving. Snacks? That might be it. That might be part of a lot of this. Need some honest. snacks. Can you please get some snacks. Uh, this clip is called uh, Bob Costas Burns Pedro Strop. And I all I see here is a... Uh, Who's Pedro Strop? 
I think he's a pitcher because uh, I see a uh, old uh, Joe Madden used to be the coach of the Cubs uh, uh, about five years ago, and this is a clip of Joe Madden. So this clip is about five years old. It's baseball, um, and it looks like Joe Madden's coming out to the mound, which means the pitcher isn't probably isn't doing very well. Mm-hmm. Is is the uh, I keep put my email up on the screen? All right, here we go. Um, so this is a, a and Bob Costas obviously is the announcer. So here's. Bob Costas burns Pedro Strop, courtesy of either Amy or Ella. It's not Basio this time, it's Madden, and that means a change. Mott is on his way in. Strope is on his way out, pointing toward the heavens. We can only ask or wonder that he is asking some departed relative for forgiveness for this atrocious performance. Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> this atro- First of all, the game is two to two. two, to two. <laughs> it's not like it's 17 to two. Like he gave up uh, 17 runs. Two to two. What's that guy's name again? Pedro? Pedro Strope. Yeah. Well, now we know who he is. He's the guy who apparently fucked Bob Costas' wife. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that was oh my god. Insane. What would Oh my god. It seems like that's also another thing we know is like, well, we know Bob Costas bets on baseball now. <laughs> yes, rat bastard didn't strike him out. Well, I just lost 50k. <laughs> just like and then I went to the casino. And then this other Nimrod hit on 16. Um, Bob Costas seems to me like a guy that couldn't grow a beard. Yeah, he's not a, very not a bad thing. I just can't picture him. You know what I mean? Yeah, baby face. Baby face. Baby face. What's that song from? Was that in a musical? You're thinking of you're thinking of Baby Snakes by Frank Zappa. Baby yeah, face was maybe. by Eddie Cantor. I think there's an Eddie Cantor version okay. that's that's pretty well known. Sure. Uh. This is the kind of stuff you talk about at that podcast producer. You, uh, well, this is, no, this is stuff I can't talk about at the podcast producer meetups. Everyone oh. looks like at Fight me. Fight Club. Guys. It's like Fight Club. Uh, First rule yeah. of the producer meeting is don't talk about what we talk about. Second rule host. of it is talk about Eddie Cantor. This oh this I like this I the, the front of the postcard says uh, Athens Georgia and it says I saw Michael Stipe and then then it, then there's a picture of someone with binoculars uh, so that's fun uh, and this is from don't look into Michael Stipe's home with binoculars yeah. this is he doesn't from, like uh, it Taylor Taylor um, uh, let's see where's the clip all right oh man the post office did a number on this clip. Because the, the clip has been stamped over. Oh, no. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. I really want to make this work because this person's from Georgia, but I don't know if I can. I can't. I cannot make out this clip. It's 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 indecipherable. Okay. Taylor, send it in. Email it to Brett. Yeah. Email yeah. me what the clip was. I truly cannot. I'm sorry. I'm not. I, I cannot see what the letters are. It's all stamped over. Okay. Um. But the stamp says protect endangered species. So that's cool. 
Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that was from the post office. I don't know who would have done that. Sounds like an endangered species did it. All right. Uh, this next one. This is what I'm talking about here. Dear Mr. Brent, as commanded by your overlords, please enjoy this most excellent clip. Here we go. We didn't do anything to. We didn't send that note. Does it? Does it? Was it signed no. by Julie and Tom? Has some very nice cat stickers on it. No, it's from Nar. So you think that's me? Nar and NYC. I don't know. It's sort of almost like a, almost kind of like a, you know, serial kill, killer signature, kind of almost like taunting me. I think these these uh, cat stickers. I'm not a serial killer. I don't know. I'm not saying you are. I'm not saying you Unless are. Unless you're counting yeah. Cheerios. Um. Uh. So let's see. This is called a uh, Todd Trainer and Uffizi. Todd oh, I mean, Trainer. I mean, this is Uf- Todd Trainer was uh, uh, the uh, drummer in the band uh, Shellac. Oh wow. And this is his dog, the uh, excellent Italian greyhound, Uffizi. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Was that is that Albini's band, Shellac? It is, yes. Okay, cool. So this is, this is, all right, wow. So here we go. Todd Trainer and Uffizi. Here we go. When they are alert, and their dark, expressive eyes can melt the hardest of hearts. Looking into his eyes is more loyal, genuine, and sincere than any woman's <laughs> eyes I've ever looked into. Oh, no. Todd is the drummer for the popular indie rock group, Shellac. If you haven't heard of them, they're huge in the world of math rock, a hardcore branch of the indie rock scene. (laughs) They have four (laughs) albums under their belts, and in the past year, they've toured 24 countries. Shellac members have helped the careers of Nirvana, Cheap Trick, Jimmy Page, and Robert Plant. Todd was one of the founding members. Drums are my passion. When I'm playing the drums, I am 100% occupied with that. Todd is equally passionate about his beloved Italian greyhound, Uffizi, named after Italy's finest museum of art. He's very loyal, very genuine, and a completely spectacular creature. Absolutely I mean, special. I will say, he looks exactly like look his like dog. An unlikely mm-hmm. pair, Todd says they're completely in tune. Uffizi and I... They're not an unlikely pair. They look exactly the same. We're meant for each other. Excellent Italian greyhound. His fellow bandmates agree. Man, Todd and Uffizi have one of the closest animal-human relationships I think I've ever seen in my life. They're almost the same person. They're really skinny, really energetic, and totally fearless. Want a hot blanket? Todd says Uffizi has fulfilled his life in ways more people ask me if I want a hot blanket. The answer is yes. A single gentleman. From the moment he and I became roommates, I have never experienced a lonely day as long as I've lived with Uffizi. Todd knew he had a deep connection with Uffizi, but he had no idea that the dog would play the drums. It's more your thing. That's actually more your thing. Yeah, Uffizi's like, this is more my thing is tearing this bag up. Part? It became yeah. their routine. I would bring you they even named an album into the recording studio. And we would have an absolute oh. free for all. Before long, Uffizi became the inspiration behind the band's latest release. Whenever Uffizi would do something that pleased Todd, he would praise him by telling him he was an excellent Italian greyhound. And it became a little slogan for us. The band decided that there was no better title for their album. If the record's named Excellent Italian Greyhound and it was based on Uffizi, What's going to be on the cover? Of course, we're going to have a great photo of Uffizi. It's hard to fathom or imagine anything more smashing or spectacular than Uffizi on the cover of our record. Uffizi, he's 
Exquisite. When oh Tom is not <laughs> on the drums, he likes to sing songs to Afizi. One of my personal favorite enjoyments is to serenade Uffizi. He loves when I play guitar and <laughs> sing to him. I would like to think that Uffizi is my biggest fan. Excellent Italian greyhound. Though Uffizi makes a wonderful gentle pet for his dad Todd, he probably wouldn't be best in households with... Yeah. Ufizi. Rest in peace, Ufizi. Oh. I mean, that's an old clip, so. Yeah, 13 years ago. The Ufizi is no longer with us. Well, I always like when a dog like that is on my lap to say, look at Ufizi's. <laughs> and I touch their little paws. Yeah, that's a good dog. All right. We actually just have one clip left here. And this actually, this is the gets us to the very end of the pile. So we made it. Okay. We're, the mailbag is, is emptied out now for mm -hmm. the new year. Uh, keep mailing those clips in. Because uh, look at this. We get to them. You thought you thought we were never going to get to your clip that you mailed in? Well, you were wrong. We got, we got to it. Being confrontational again, Brett. Sorry. I mean, I appreciate, I greatly appreciate yeah. everyone sending are. in we clips. Love our, we love our listeners so much. Yeah. We're so appreciative of our listeners. Truly Absolutely. appreciative. And I just realized, uh, you know what was a mailed-in clip that has become a part of the show? The Tiny Tim on uh, Midnight Blue was a mailed-in clip. Oh, that was I'm a aware of clip. that. I'm well aware of the um, surprise of you typing the URL in and and discovering that gem. This last one is from Brian. Uh, Brian sent in a, a video called uh, Bad Saxophone Solo. Christian song, Give Thanks. All right. All right, here we go. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, I can't wait. Michael, really, amazing. really good. Just terrific. Yeah. We'll we'll let you know what our next gig is, but tonight you should just feel great. I know you've never played mm -hmm. saxophone before tonight. You pulled yeah. it off. Everybody thought you were terrific. Uh, you gave it a shot there, champ, and we appreciated it. It's not the it's the effort that matters. He turns to the drummer and goes, have him killed. Yeah. 
I never want to play with this guy again. Well, that I love stuff like that. That was amazing. That was a great end of the year, I think. A great final clip uh, for the year. And maybe that song will become a new holiday uh, classic in your, yeah, in your household. Yeah, definitely. It might. Sure. I mean, it definitely sounds how this time of year feels for some people. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> it's even harder just hearing it without seeing it. Well, everybody... Thanks for supporting Double Threat for another amazing year. We will have a live stream this Wednesday. This Wednesday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. East, right? That's right. And then it'll be available for video replay throughout the holiday season so you can revisit it. It's going to be a blast. And then there's also a new Watch Along Wednesday up now. Uh, We'll have another bonus episode out this Friday. And then we'll be back with a new episode of Double Threat on January 8th. Monday, January 8th. Um, And And go to to patreon.com slash doublethreadpod if you want to watch the live stream and support the show. And get the bonus stuff and the ad-free episodes. It's all up there. And keep an eye on the Patreon over the break. I'm going to, uh, 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 I've been working on tagging all the old episodes so they're all interactive to the very beginning of the catalog. I'm going to get that done over the break. So you'll have a completely interactive catalog of episodes to go back and look through. Mm-hmm. Go back and find a classic episode. We're only gone for two weeks, but if you miss us, find a classic episode to revisit on the You're Patreon. You're posting bonus ones too, right? Over I'm the post, break? Um, I, well, there'll be a bonus episode this Friday and then mm-hmm. we'll, be, we'll be completely off for, for, for two yeah. weeks and then we'll be back Ooh. on January 8th. So don't miss anything uh, and uh, join the Patreon and we'll see you soon and thank you for listening. We'll see you on the live stream this Wednesday. Can't wait to see you on the live stream. So much fun. Don't miss it. Uh, join us. Everybody loves the live streams. We'll see you yes. there. Bye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.